0: But I, I call it my hard ceiling. Okay. And my hard ceiling I felt like collapsed. And everything in my life felt hard. And it sounds so weird, but when you start to question whether you can get through something, or when you start to question your confidence, or you start to question what your what your like how am I gonna get through this hard thing? Yeah. I know it seems counterproductive, but my mind goes to I need something that is really hard because as soon as I raised that ceiling up and now that is the level that's hard, everything underneath it doesn't feel so bad anymore.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: So this marathon with the weight, and I also realized that when I'm not I'm not going to go back and do this race, I was like, I'm going to be doing this here in San Diego so well. Yeah, you're... And all of that was like, right. there's something crazy, just crazy enough about that that I'm in. And I told him, six and a half weeks. I said, I only got six and a half weeks. I, got, I go, I'm in, I'm committing to you. And I just did my first four miles yesterday. And welcome back to the Better You Blueprint. Cheers, bud. Mm. Sorry, I know these look like 40s, but they're not. They're they're water. Water.
1: They are flavored water, courtesy
0: of Liquid Death. That's this. That's delicious. Yeah, murder your thirst, man. (laughs) Is Is that what it is? (laughs) That's the tagline. Liquid Death. That is a great name for some water. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Welcome back to the Better You Blueprint. Curtis, how you doing? I'm great, man. I'm super excited to be, uh, yeah, you're driving. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the driver's seat today. You're driving, man. So we'll just let you take it.
1: Yeah. Great. Happy to be here.
0: <laughs> Me too, man. I'm <laughs> pumped. I'm, I'm excited for this. Okay. So
1: today we are, I do want to, which I'm excited about because we really haven't gotten to talk through this, yeah. uh, off the show. So today we're going to run through, um, why Brett decided to complete his first, Marathon, completely solo, wearing an extra 25 LBs, man. 25-pound vest. Wow. That is um, a commitment, to say the least. It it was. Let's start at the top. Where did this crazy idea come from?
0: And honestly, at what point were you like... What am I doing? Yeah. And why? So I will admit that a marathon has always been... Like a bucketless item for me. However, really? E- and I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly the thinking, because I'm sure there's people out there.
1: You seem like i s I'm don't take this the wrong way. You seem like a sprinter. I am you don't seem like I a am dis- built for guy. speed, not yeah. for comfort.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely built for speed, my friend. Okay. Um but here's the thing. I would love to cross the finish line, get the medal around my neck, cheers the beer, and like celebrate yeah. that. Train for 12 weeks running every th- three times a day? No, I don't want to do that. Not three times a day. Three times a week, whatever it is, in like, training. No. Like, God bless you. That is what always has been why I've never done one. Okay. I've done a couple Tough mutters. I've done a couple- How were those? Like, short Spartan races and stuff. They were good. They were fun. And the only reason I did them is because it wasn't just straight running. It was run to the next obstacle. That right? seems more interesting. It was m- more interesting. Yeah. So- and just have a long, slow a long, trudge. slow to trudge. The so <laughs> never done a marathon before. Okay. I have, uh, and I have this rule. I have this rule that I never take on my clients' challenges. And this started way back in the day. Really? Yes. Because, um, and I'll so tell you Tell what, me about the time you took one on and- well, it. well it, it just happened back in, in when I used to be a personal trainer and somebody would be like, I want to lose 5% body fat. And I'd be like, okay, that sounds like cool. I'll do that with Let's you. Let's do this. And then what would happen is a couple of weeks in it didn't, it wasn't my goal to begin with, which means I had no why. It, it didn't oh, yeah. excite me. Yeah. And then the idea of doing that, it was like, now I'm letting myself down and I committed to that person. I'm letting them down. And it you just...
1: dislike them for getting you into it in the first place. Yeah.
0: But... <laughs> yeah. And there were all kinds of like other yeah. goals that I would like kind of take on or just be like, hey, well, if I did it, they'll really appreciate it. They'll motivate me. So I have this rule that I don't take them on. But I had a okay. client who was doing this ruck challenge. If you're not familiar with rucking, rucking is basically comes from the military, it's where they load up their pack with all of their, their their gear and they cover distance. It's like pretty simple, right? Pack on your back, you cover distance. And okay. he had this one that in the DC area, Washington DC area, where I moved from, and he's like, there's this one on May 14th. And I, and he's like, I really want to do it. He's like, you should you should come back and we should do it. And I was like, one, I knew there was no way I was flying back. I was like, there's just, with my schedule, I was like, there's no way that's yeah. happening. I was like, can't do that, man, sorry. With your like,
1: 25 pounds. Yeah, it was, just,
0: it was just not really gonna happen. Um, but it stuck with me. Okay. And a couple of weeks went by, and I did nothing. And I still thought about like, for some reason, why does why does completing a marathon with 25 pounds, and I had a, like a weight vest? Yeah. Why does that feel more inviting to me right now than just doing a marathon? There was something about the weight that I knew it was going to slow me down and I knew it was going to take longer and I knew it was going to be harder. Yeah. But for me, it felt just a little bit more epic. I mean, yeah. And I, and so basically, it got to the point where it was like six and a half weeks out and I had done nothing. Okay. But I That's, knew the timeline.
1: I'm trying to think of like the first time you mentioned starting and doing that.
0: Makes yeah, that I told nobody. <laughs> I told yeah, no, nobody because I was not sure I was really going to do it. I feel this. like I
1: only found out about it the def- first the time that it was like we were going to link up on a weekend you're like oh, yes. I'm busy on saturday
0: so here's like the real story the real the real story is stuff i had just gone through which you are very familiar with i had just gone through a pretty pretty brutal breakup okay two and a half year relationship ended and you know i was in a, i was in a tough spot and i realized that i was in a in a, it was in one of those spots where anybody who was was going through something hard has gone through something hard you know that feeling where just everything feels hard? Everything sucks? Everything sucks and everything feels hard. It was one of those things yeah. where the hard things felt hard, the easy things felt hard, putting the smile on felt hard, yeah, waking just, up in the day felt hard, and I started to feel this. The sp- stages of grief? bleeding. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I felt this bleeding into my life. And luckily I'm aware enough to be like, I don't like this feeling. I don't like going through my day when everything's hard. Yeah. I don't like the feeling, and I, and I don't like the feeling of making this simple thing hard. Hard, yeah. Because it shouldn't be. Yeah. So let's get back to why I said yes to this. I felt like, one, this is going to get me out of the house, yeah. and it's going to give me a lot of time. Okay. A lot yeah. of time to think. In my mind, I'm like, I'm gonna crush every motivational podcast on the planet because I'm gonna have all these miles in there. I mean, yeah, I'll get to that point in a second. Okay, but, but anyway, what, what I, I call it my hard ceiling, okay. and my hard ceiling, I felt like collapsed, and everything in my life felt hard. And it sounds so weird, but when you start to question whether you can get through something, or when you start to question your confidence, or you start to question what your what your like how am i going to get through this hard thing yeah i know it seems counterproductive but my mind goes to i need something that is really hard cuz as soon as i raise that ceiling up and now that is the level that's hard everything underneath it doesn't feel so bad anymore
1: okay that makes sense
0: so this marathon with the weight and i also realized that when i'm not i'm not going to go back and do th- this race i was like i'm going to be doing this here in san diego solo yeah you're and all of that was like great. there's something crazy just crazy enough about that that I'm in. And I told him it's six and a half weeks. I said, I only got six and a half weeks. I got I go, I'm in. I'm committing to you. And I just did f- my first four miles yesterday. <laughs> oh my God. And, and, and I told him and he's like, Oh my God, this is amazing. This is so great. This... And I was like first I first four miles with. you just you had to call it at four? No, oh, but okay. I was, but I, I, I followed this plan and it was like, oh, it's a 12 week plan. I was like, all right, so if I cut oh, it in cool. half, <laughs> if I okay. cut it in half, I got six weeks. And I was like, tried to put my own plan together. I watched all of the videos. I watched every YouTube video that there is oh. on this. And I tried to put some training together. That
1: is more thought than I would have put into it when I said yes.
0: I'm that kind of person where it's like, I'll give myself 48 hours. I'll watch every video. I'll learn everything I is. And then yeah. it's like, no more learning. Got to go do.
1: Okay. So speaking of doing, talk to me. Talk to me about the training, because, I mean, you just alluded to setting up some sort of plan. How did that go? I, in, I have to let everybody know. I really didn't get much info as to like what this was. It, yeah. To describe what it looked like from the outside, it was like Brett was just on this island on Saturdays, where he would just go away for a while. <laughs> and, yeah, just kind of disappear. Yeah, and just be that guy walking on the side of the road for like I was twenty five miles, one
0: hundred percent that guy. Yeah. So I have a weight vest. It and it okay. just you know goes over my head. It it straps around the front, and then I I bought a uh, camelback, like a backpack yeah, yeah. that has this big thing of water in it, okay. two and a half liters. So here I am, weight vest, backpack, and it's like the other thing about this that was inviting is like I don't. F- feel like i'm a runner like i you know like you said don't look like i'm built for distance yeah but apparently you are this was the challenge of like well the the weight vest slowed you down to where you're not running you're you're either walking or you're slogging slow jogging yeah you're
1: penny jogging
0: yeah yeah Yeah. exactly exactly a a
1: good shoulder bounce something makes you feel like you're moving fast to be honest to to be
0: honest that was that was like doable i was like i can do this now the one thing that I learned in all of the videos, every single video I watched, they said, you take care of, one line, you take care of your feet, Yes, your feet will take care of you. I okay. heard that in every video. Every single person said that. Yeah, yeah. So I went out and I got the socks, right? The socks, because the first day. Compression like, socks. No, just like, just like good, darn tough socks, they're called. Um, okay. But anyway, they're just like supposed to be like blister free, Fantastic. And again, rule number one, just take care of your feet, they'll take care of you. In six and a half weeks, I burned my feet. The day before I'm supposed to do my first day, I go surfing, and it's like 90 degrees. The day it went to like 90, Uh and I walked my surfboard from the back parking lot up to the front, and I
1: burned. Why would you do that, dude?
0: Because everybody else was doing it. Don't do that. Well now I know. Yeah, yeah. Don't. I know. So the, the, the day black before part gets hottest. the black part gets the hottest. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I know that. But oh every God. other surfer is walking, I'm like, okay, it must not be that bad. Halfway down, I'm like sprinting with my board. Yeah. So that was the first thing. Second thing that happened week after that is I aggravated a nerve on the top of my big toe in my and it was because I was wearing shoes that I shouldn't have been wearing because I don't know what rock shoes are and I just ended up being getting some running shoes but that happened to the point where like I walked a mile out and my foot was killing me had to come back change shoes walked another mile out so now I'm like 4 miles yeah, two yeah, miles yeah. in came back literally like I'm trying to go distance and yeah. I'm just going a mile out and having to turn around and That's I put laps. On, I put on another pair of shoes finally found a pair of shoes that I could like not piss that foot off yeah that was the second week <laughs> That Bro, was actually great. So,
1: are there specific like shoes designed for the? What is just, that?
0: It's supposed to be comfortable. Some people wear boots. Military guys wear boots. They're yeah, like yeah. they're like boots that you can wear. I was not going to like buy the really crazy boots. I just bought too. some. I I went to a place, great place. They gave me some new like thicker running shoes. Yeah. and they worked. Okay, cool. Um, so then the other day that that nerve thing was happening, I decided to go run on the beach because because I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not, I'm going to look for. <laughs> This is how dumb I am. Yeah, but it, honestly, I don't
1: think you're so far off there. I might, like, it's... Barefoot the, on the beach. And the Makes sand sense. is supposed to be good for articulation. Totally. There's and I was feeling there. so
0: good that day. Took my yeah. shoes off. I was like, dude, this is going to be my best training day. Ran nine miles on the beach. When I got back to the end, I was like, dude, the sand feels really weird in this section. Look at my feet. I got, like... Holes? No. I got, like, quarter size blisters on, like, four of my toes.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll get you.
0: Yeah. yeah. Again... News that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. Yeah, well. um, <laughs> slammed my heel on the back of my surfboard. And and the, the biggest setback is on my longest training day, this is, this is exactly 14 days before my race. My goal is to get to 16. I was like, if I can get to 16, I know I can complete this race. Okay,
1: so that's your goal. Ta- tell me day of. Is there a question about 16? Were you like, like, I don't know, at this point you oh, progressed a from like four to... I went to
0: four, eight, then I went back to like six, and then I did ten, and then I came back to eight. It was kind of like you're supposed to have one shorter day, one longer day. Saturdays were my longer day. Okay. Tuesdays were my shorter day. Okay. So it was kind of like two steps forward, three one, steps forward, one, one step, step back. back yeah, two yeah. steps forward, three one step back. And <laughs> I'm at the day where I'm supposed to do 16, Jeez. and I get all the way to Petco Park, right? Which like is... Well, not, not not from where I am. I, I I moved up a little bit to get to the second half, um, which is where the Padres play. <laughs> so it was like downtown, ridiculously far. So, so it's, it's far, and I get to like mile. I am crushing it. I get to mile like eleven. Are and you I'm feeling like, good? I'm yeah. feeling great. Okay. I'm like jogging most of it. I am like doing, I'm like I'm like in the zone. I'm like dude. Sixteen. I may just do the whole thing today. There's part of me that's probably like, well. So here's my
1: question. Are you hitting? Is this the first time you're at certain distances? You hit these different pockets or terrains or burrows, right? Like yes. Now yes, that had to be a little bit
0: like exciting of like seeing. I'm seeing new. I'm seeing all of San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which is you're on a tour, man. I loved it because I'm seeing all these things I didn't expect to see. (laughs) I get to mile eleven, and my foot goes from like this dull ache to feeling like I have a broken bone in my foot. No way. In the matter of a mile, I go from like a guy who just looks like he's possessed yeah. to a guy who's literally dragging his leg down the street. And, <laughs> and in my mind, I get to mile 12. Oh, man. And now I'm having like all of the doubts come into my head. And again, in two weeks, I have this race that I'm supposed to do 24, and I can't even get to 12. And I made the commitment at that point that I'm, I said, I'm not going to get 16 today. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to get to 13 with the full – expectation of like if my foot is broken at least i can say i did a half marathon yeah 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 and i pull over at this freaking Bub's, I mean, bob's barbecue or whatever it is Bubs by the park no it's in point loma i don't know what oh. place it is some barbecue place and i fills Phils, yeah and i good sit barbecue. on the fucking curb and oh. call an uber that's gotta be defeating it was the most defeating thing ever, and and you, you gotta understand like what I'm going through in the rest of my life, and I'm just like, I was like down that day. I was but, like, I was like, please, I just need a win, and it was like one more thing that I had no control over. Okay, so also uh,
1: spin back, what? So at this point, how many miles have you done in total in four weeks?
0: Uh, I mean, probably more than a sixty, eighty. Yeah, like, so you're more
1: than a mile yeah. a day. Yeah, I mean, I'm only doing yeah, this two doing days a week, batches, but, but I'm but doing them in yeah.
0: batches. Yeah, and any
1: you know knowledge gained from the podcast, like or yeah, not this. Like, are you listening to anything? Are you fired up? Or have you? So where are you at at this point?
0: That's a great. That's a great question because this was this would I would call like top five things that I didn't expect. Yeah, I thought I was going to crush podcasts and I thought I was just going to like, I made a play, I made a whole playlist. 90% of the time that I was out there, yeah. I would put a, I would put a podcast in, not pay attention to any word for 15 minutes, take it, yeah. take it off, switch the music. Mm-hmm. No song was cutting it and I would cut it off. And there was something that I never expected. Yeah. But being out there. With zero music, zero distraction, just me and my thoughts for sometimes three, three and a half hours. Yeah, was such a great experience That's... for the time that phase that I was in because I needed to fill all the emotions out there. Yeah, I needed to be upset. I needed to be angry. I needed to be pissed off. I needed to. I spent. I spent like I. I put motive. I put hour-long motivational talks together in my head. Yeah, out yeah. there. Okay. And it was just the most peaceful, weirdly meditative I say, experience. And, and you got to, like here in San Diego, we have the ocean and a lot of my rucks were right down the boardwalk. Yeah. So I got I got boardwalk I got ocean on my on my right, boardwalk straight down the here. And because I was starting early because I didn't want to be out in the twelve o'clock sun, it's like yeah. I was starting these at like six, five, six in the morning.
1: Okay. Quiet out there. yeah that's rad
0: peaceful and quiet and i just didn't expect to not be not want to listen to stuff
1: that's yeah you uh, yeah i think um you know walk any sort of i guess i would say like repetitive function has the very uh, strong capability of being highly meditative, therapeutic.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, and because it's just focused, autopilot, you,
1: you are. You're, but you're yeah. something about the fact that you're taking physical action. Yes. And like this, you yeah, you turn into yeah, yeah. That repetition. All right, so yeah. So there I am. So you in, were in, in, in Uber. Yeah, like
0: pissed. Pissed At, and also so defeated.
1: So how did you find out your foot wasn't broken slash?
0: So the reason why I thought it was broken is because two years ago, I like went on, I did some like really crazy, like long run thing and actually did get a stress fracture in my, in my foot Jeez. that is just, it, that just, I needed to basically like put a boot on and walk around for like a couple weeks and it was fine. It's
1: that sprinter's, you know, it's, knee it's, drive. It's, yeah, That's what that is. You're not beating good. the
0: ground. And I could have sworn that it was the cyst because I think it was the same foot. Okay. And anyway, I get back home. I take my shoes off. I get in the shower. I like make some food. Foot's and as purple. I'm walking around barefoot, now feet are like swollen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but as I'm walking around, I'm like, it's not as bad as it was two hours ago. So now I'm like, now I'm like, this oh, is your logic. You didn't
1: second. like web MD this?
0: No, 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 no. I'm like, I'm I mean, like, that would have definitely made you feel like web MD like
1: would have been like amputated. it.
0: But, but. Anyway, it started to get better that, and like the foot was crazy sore and I tried to stay off of it, but by the next day, it improved, and here I am, I'm like, I'm like we're good. But here is one of the biggest takeaways <laughs> that I feel like I want people to understand is that if I would've tried to get 16 that day, I don't think I'm, do- I don't think I'm completing this you race. You could've messed weeks. yourself up. Yeah. But I said I'm gonna stop at 13 in the hopes that if for somehow this foot can heal itself, yeah. in two weeks I have a chance.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting spot to be in because like you're you're kind of bargaining with yourself, right? Exactly.
0: It's like Which is a hard thing to do. It's
1: tough, especially when you got you know, it's it's a pride thing.
0: And I got this David Goggins mindset. You know, mile ten, I'm like, I'm David David Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the machine. Yeah. And then literally 40 (laughs) minutes later, I'm at a Phil's barbecue getting in an Uber.
1: Oh my gosh. I would actually love to see like a David Goggins talking to that guy, where you're like, dude, my body is, is failing, right? Like yeah. he, yeah. Cause I feel like his commentary is always oh just like able bodied so people. Bad. Yeah. And then you're like, what if I really get injured,
0: Dave? What are I know, we doing now? I know. And that was like, I was that like, that guy has to have had some injuries. Oh, he has. I know. But here I am in the back of the Uber being like, i'm not david goggins so <laughs> like, I'm, I'm broken <laughs> oh my gosh you fill so, barbecue to go terrible okay so <laughs>
1: all right so then yeah fast forward well yeah. i guess is so then what, what do you do for two weeks
0: so i rode the bike that following tuesday okay. I, I rode the bike for like two hours yeah which like stationary bike which okay. is the longest i've ever sat on a bike And the following Saturday, I did like a, I went out, did I do it with the vest or without the vest? I think I did it with the vest and I said, I'm just going to see what I got. And I went like four and I think I went to eight and I cut it at eight being like, dude, my foot is good enough. Like I'm good enough. I'm going to cut it at eight and I'm going to just put everything that I have into next week.
1: Are you like, give me the uh, soreness, like
0: what's going on after eight? eight? Honestly, and at this point, you've been doing it for five weeks. My first three days, I was the most sore of any training day. After, on day like th- two,
1: and is it all in the legs? Because I imagine that the ruck kind of shoulders, back, a little, yeah, lower like back. There's a some little of bit. that. There's got to be some of the yeah, bounce that shoulders
0: like traps just from the from holding it and the lower back a little bit. But honestly, it's like calves and feet for me it was like calves and feet everything okay. else held up pretty good and i got so i got a hip injury i got a knee do, injury
1: do you think that now that you've covered so many miles yeah do you think a different pair of shoes do you think there's such thing as a shoe that can make you go farther
0: i think the right pair of shoes is incredibly important Shout i think Forrest i think <laughs> Those were my red dead shoes. Yeah, hell yeah. That day, all Cortez's. Was, No, I they weren't, bro. Somewhere. Yeah, I think um, I think the wrong pair of shoes can the wrong pair of shoes is kind of like the uh, is kind of like a wrong prescription glass glasses. Okay, it's gonna absolutely limit you. Got it. The right I don't know if the right pair of shoes is gonna make you better, but I think a pair of shoes that feels good and fits your feet is really important. I learned a lot of things about my feet in six. In half yeah, weeks. bro. That's you, you're
1: professional. Yeah. Okay, so let's jump to race day. Yeah,
0: give me okay top to bottom. So I'm up. It I slept. I slept zero. Well, I didn't sleep zero. I slept like three hours. It was like Disney World, but also a Disney World where like you don't know if all the all the rides are gonna race correctly. A little bit of fear. A lot of fear. Yeah, um, but also a lot of excitement because at this point I'm like, I think, I think my feet are gonna be fine, and like, and at this point. I don't want to say what I was willing to do, but at this point I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm mentally at a state where like, I need, I need this. I need this. And that was probably, probably a dangerous mindset to go into, but there's also yeah, a mindset where yeah, you when could you... show up to Petco again and be like, yeah, oh gosh, your yeah. foot doesn't need it. So I'm up at three I'm up at that time because the race in DC is happening same day. Right. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Why having a deadline and having accountability. Yeah. I could, if this was so, if this was really solo by myself, I could have pushed it off. I could have been yeah, like, "Yeah, oh, I'm landing like, my foot heel a little I bit, I go get, a little bit," of, yeah, and it yeah. could have never happened. Yeah. But knowing that they were doing it on the 14th, there was no other option. And I was doing was it that same day. The call. Yeah. They started at 6 a.m., so I was up at three to try to like mimic them a little bit. But was, also
1: benefit of the light
0: and like time. Dark. dark yeah, and yeah. get yeah. as far as I can before the sun comes yeah, up. Yeah. And I hit the <laughs> hit the ground at like 4, 30, 4 40, and. Just like not a single, Saturday morning, not a single yeah, yeah, soul yeah. on the boardwalk. And you know, I'm walking down, just kind of it's strange. just the ocean. I got no headphones in and I'm just like, I'm like, this is happening today. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good vibes about this. feeling good. Also put a whole bunch of crap into my pack that I didn't plan for because I got panicky the night before. I'm like, I need 17 band-aids. What if I need an ace bandage? What if I need those? Yo, and I just started loading things in and it was the worst decision. Really? Why? Because it just always, it was literally adding weight. Yeah, what but, started as like twenty, twenty five, it was like twenty seven, twenty eight pounds. Bro,
1: those could have got you through. I promise. When I Jenny and I do the three day thing, when I help her yeah. out, it's all it is is blister care. Yeah, from the nursing station, yeah. it's like just people, with yeah. blown out feet. So I and all we use is band aids and some. Yeah, you're right. Stuff. You're right.
0: So so okay. anyway, I get to I, this is the first time I'm doing like the full like thing. So I walk all the way. Walk. I'm walk-jogging here, walking yeah. a lot more than I'm jogging, because in my mind, I'm like, this race is going to be the, the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to Petco Park. I sit down. What time? Um, yeah, four, five, six, seven, eight, probably eight-ish. Oh, eight nice. Is. Yeah. Like, okay. made good time, yeah. surprisingly How's good How's the body
1: time. feeling at the turn?
0: Body's is feeling, that the turn? That's the turn. Okay. That's where I turn, and I literally backtrack Got all it. the way back. And so I'm at like 12 and a half miles. I thought it would be 13. So I'm like, okay, I got to make up a mile somewhere. But I'm at 12 and a half. And I, I sit at Peco Park. I ask the, the nice guard there to take a photo of me. Sick. And I sit down, eat a peanut butter and jelly. I pop my shoes off. What yeah. I did, did, did this time is I brought a lacrosse ball. And I lacrosse balled oh, my feet. It out. Just nice. rolled it out. Let, yeah. let them. I've heard people say, don't take your shoes off. I heard people say, it's a good thing to do. I don't know. Yeah, I tried this strategy. Preference. Of just trying
1: it. And I think you know, you're at that point, yeah. you have the reference of the last time you got to Peco, which is, yes. if you're not feeling that, you got to be yes. feeling pretty good, like you're in the driver's seat. Yes. Okay. So feeling good. Real quick, going into the day, what expectations did you have?
0: That night, I the night before, I really didn't let any other thoughts creep in. I tried my best to be like, "This is happening. This is okay. we're finishing this." All of the bad things that could have happened happened in training, and in a weird way, that was like a comforting blanket. It was okay. like I've gone through. I've messed up my feet as much as I possibly could. Yes. I've had that feeling and I know what that feeling's like and I don't want to have to drag my leg (laughs) 13 miles, Yeah, but I was like, I know what that felt like. And if that feeling comes back, maybe I just sit down, we'll cross ball it out. And like, maybe if it got better in two days, somehow I can make it better in like an hour. Right. So all of these things were just like confirmations, confirmations, confirmations of this is going to happen. And I just, I honestly, there was a weird feeling of like, there's just no... There's really no going back at this point. Do you
1: feel like some of the confirmations? I mean, this is an obvious yes, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Did any of your confidence come from the reps, even though the reps weren't your target distance?
0: Right. Like yes. It's like I learned something on every training day. Okay. Every training day, yeah. I, there was some tool, some lesson, some mindset, some. Run this way, jog this way, turn this way, carry yeah. the weight better. This yeah. there was something I learned on every single one. Okay, the sun, w- went to you Are know? You, were you tracking this stuff? Like I was, I was doing. I have like these videos on my phone that I just sick. haven't done anything. I kind of like did a little vlog that I. I'm glad we're doing this because I don't haven't put that together yet. I hasn't seen the light day. But um, but it's funny to kind of recap each one and like just hear what I was going through and 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 why uh but every time I finished it I was like okay like you know when you do 8 you're like okay I got to do a little over 3 of those I just got to do 3 of those yeah that's not bad I just got to repeat that yeah, two more times you start to have like
1: refer- reference points for yeah how you feel how the distance feels
0: yes and you start kind of just talking yourself through all of that to the point where you do gain confidence in those training reps and you gain confidence in what you've already done
1: yeah okay all right so shoes are off and j this actually sounds it's i um you know uh would connect that to a lot like the feeling of like stopping uh for lunch on the mountain snowboarding where yeah. you like, it's like, it, it can be dangerous. If you slow down too much, man, those, those yeah. last runs of the day are yeah. going to get a little be bit shaky. sketchy. Yeah. You're so right. Right. Where like your body starts to like harden yes. up a little. You're like, Ooh man.
0: And I gave myself basically one quick PB and J. Okay. And I was like, I was like, I, cause I thought that too. I was like, I can't get too comfortable here. Cause putting those shoes back on, is probably not going to feel great. But was
1: that advised was the PB and J like, was there, there was a reward around. There. Well, even like, was it the style of, protein that you're
0: getting you're like oh i need this like jelly Honestly, for the quick burst and- it's like carbs and i did and i learned a lot throughout this process like you, you know i said i learned something every day i learned i'm like a 170 175 pounds yeah i learned how to move my body as a 200 pound guy yeah which is, which is crazy that in six weeks i think i probably did it. St- Pretty dumb. I think my feet and body, I think everything was telling me, hey, we could have, we would have liked a a, a, a more of a buildup. Could have done an eight, could have done a 10. Um, But the fact that, you know, my feet were able to adapt to being a 200 pound person, moving the miles that I've never moved before, is wildly crazy to me that how quickly our bodies can adapt. And I'm not somebody who, I mean, I, I I eat a ton of carbs, but I don't eat a ton of like sugars. And when you're an endurance athlete, you got to eat a lot of these sugars. You got to eat these things because you need the fuel immediately. It doesn't help you to have it ready to go in in two hours, three hours down the road. Store it so that
1: the the, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, Yeah, I just wonder like if there if there is technique to that, right? Like to to what you're yeah ingesting or the kind of
0: yeah and i want to thank any any of the people that i reached out to i reached out to many of them who have done races who have done marathons who have done triathlons and everybody gave me advice and i just appreciate all of it because i used every single drop of advice That's right. on this kind of stuff for the fueling and things like that um, so okay so tell yeah. me
1: what, did, what what didn't you expect on well yeah let's let's pause here and then we'll get back into the return the, trip the return trip yeah, yeah
0: I didn't expect I didn't expect myself to, I thought the silence would be awkward have or, you ever meditated have you ever I, I meditate yeah. infrequent, infrequently infrequently okay. I'm, I'm not crazy consistent with it okay but, but it's died. hard for me it's hard yeah. and I say it's hard for me because my brain goes 100 miles an hour in 100 different directions and which is why meditation is very necessary Consequently, do you think that,
1: again, the action in your body helps slow the thoughts? Absolutely. Because I feel the same way. Like just sitting still, I feel yes. like I'm just trying to, like, you know, and whatever. Meditation is about letting the thoughts move through you and not holding on to them. Whatever, being present or a moving, thousand moving other meditation. Yeah,
0: blew my mind. Okay, it blew my mind, and it also could not have been more perfect. Like. Doing a weightlifting challenge would not have gotten me through what I think I needed to get through. Okay. And it and the amount of hours. You talked about the miles. Yeah. I think it was the hours. Okay. The amount of hours that I was out there on the road yeah. by myself with nothing but time to think. Yeah. I, I couldn't have gotten that I couldn't have gotten that through ten minute meditations. I couldn't have gotten that through five minute meditations right. like I like I try to do. Right. There was something about that that I just did not expect, and it was it was wild. It was crazy to me, and it's almost like, I think that's when I you know when I said the, the the week after the marathon is like I didn't know what to do with myself. And it's like I almost put the, you know I did I put the vest back on and I went like just walk a couple miles. It was yeah. like, it wasn't the it wasn't the like race that I was craving again. It was like I crave well, that time, space,
1: time and space,
0: yeah. that time and space, and and that was wild. So. There were a lot of takeaways that I didn't expect. I didn't expect, you know, there wasn't really a a runner's high because I wasn't really, like, Runner. running, but there's a slogger's, you know. Slogger's. Well, that was,
1: my question was going to be, in your training, were you tracking pace at all? I was, Did you yes. get better
0: pace? I I did. I started at, like, I was started at, like, 19, 20 okay. minutes a mile, yeah, and yeah. that got down to 17. Oh, wow. and um, on race day, my last couple miles were like fourteen-ish, like oh, some of that's, the fastest that's ones I've ever done. That was not yeah, feeling it. That's yeah, very, no, no, no. I was I was crushing was it. Fire. I was crushing it. Getting to Petco Park was a win because I was like, okay, I'm at thirteen. My yeah. feet feel good. My my body feels good. I'm fueled up. I'm feeling good. So putting those shoes back on and turning around was like. There was like a second wave. There was a second wave.
1: This one's out of left field. What do you think your pace could be? No 25 pounds.
0: That's a good question. Like,
1: did you, Do you feel lighter? You said you, you, yes. your body took on a 200 pound frame for it's, six weeks.
0: When I first, the first four miles, yeah. I felt like I was carrying an elephant. Okay. The very first day I put it on, by the time I was done, it was almost like the weight became me. It was almost like this is what I weigh now. This is just yeah, what yeah. it is. It don't, like, oh, it's not like, oh, the vest is now. Were you on.
1: seeing differences in other things in your
0: life, like other actions, where you are like, man, I feel light as shit. You me. know, <laughs> I, I I was still doing walks on other days, like okay. trying to get steps in, and I He's did. Bouncy. I did feel like I was just like floating around. Like what a like, joke. Yeah, <laughs> like my, I did feel like I was little little just better out. pace.
1: Brett's just floating down the sidewalk. Yeah,
0: just floating around. Um <laughs> I don't and I think my posture got it probably doesn't look like it in this video, but like yeah, having having weight pull you back, it was like when you walk, I was like, Man, I feel like I'm standing up pretty tall. So That's good. Yeah. Um decent. Okay.
1: So shoes are back on.
0: Peanut butter and jelly ingested.
1: <laughs> ingested. Fuel received.
0: Yeah, we start crushing it on the way back. I filled up the water back up and I'll I'll tell you the turning point of the race. Okay. The turning point of the race is now I'm at mile, and you got to remember, like, I get to Petco Park. It's a different distance than it was that first time where I had to call the Uber because I started at the beginning this time on race day where the last time I had, like, driven and started just to get the second half of the race in. Oh. So it's a different mileage at Petco. Petco, so the first time was that was like six. Got it. Now it's at 13. So it's a different mindset of like I'm here, I feel good and I'm already at a half marathon, right? So anything yeah. from this point on, I also was in the mindset of like anything from this point on is a PR. Okay. I'll tell you the turning point of the race. I started to people were like, well, "Did you hit that wall? Did you hit that thing? Like did yeah. you hit that thing?" I'll tell you what it was. Phil's freaking barbecue. I love that place. When I got to Phil's barbecue I took a picture of me giving Phil's barbecue the finger. Here, that's Sorry, sick. Phil, it's nothing personal. We should go have some barbecue. But there Get was something about getting to that point that I was like, now it's on. Yeah. Now it's on. And the last time I was sitting there as well, defeated as possible. That was the PR, right? That was way beyond the PR at this point. Now well, like yeah, wow, sixteen, like, seventeen. Yeah. Last time you called it yes. quits. At the yes, at there. Phil's. Yeah. And that was like my, that was like, like if there was music playing, it yeah, would have yeah, been like that would have been like the Rocky getting up well, did you after have, getting knocked down. And
1: just, did you just go, you like at this point, are you even carrying headphones? Like you just scrapped it.
0: I have headphones. Okay. I was on four phone calls. I was on four phone calls. Oh, okay. Um, they were all about 15 minutes each. So oh. it took about an hour. I didn't really want to be on the phone that long, but I had a couple of people call me and be like, Hey, just written you some good luck. And I appreciate that. My mom oh, called, sick. a friend called, my sister called. Um, and Sorry, just, I you sent know, you a text. Yeah. I appreciate your text though. I, I needed it. I needed every message that I got that day. But Phil's barbecue was that moment of like, this is, it's on now. And at this point, like my mind is so much stronger than my body is. And my body is, is, is doing everything it's trained for.
1: I was going to say, was that, um, even in like your kind of personal emotional journey over the, the course of training and preparing for this, was that a moment of like a little bit of a, even the way you tell the story, I'm asking because it it sounds like a light switch. Yes. It sounds like you've just crossed crossed a barrier. Yes. Where like, yeah. Was it that?
0: There was this, there, was, there were a lot of takeaways that I needed from the race that I thought the race would give me, and some of them came, some of them weren't. Okay. Some of them were, like, I thought I thought this race was going to be this, like, almost therapy process for this breakup, right? Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be, like, this race is going to be this milestone. I didn't think about the relationship almost once on this race. And to me, it was a great thing because it reminded me of all these things I knew but needed to be reminded of nobody's coming to save me. Yeah, I it's up to me. Yeah, just like on that race solo, nobody's coming to save me. Right, right. It's like you, you nobody's gonna cheer you on. Nobody. And I made a joke at the end, being like, no, nobody's giving me any orange slices. Nobody handed me one water. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, this is on me. It's like good, because that's who's gonna get you through the hard times. I remember Always
1: seeing that video, yeah. I was like,
0: that's yeah. sick, dude. Yeah, that's what I needed. And the other part of it was it reminded me of like, it reminded me of like, I can I can get through anything. Yeah. And that's what I mean by like raise my hard ceiling is when, when you feel like that ceiling is collapsing on you, everything felt hard in that day. And when I started doing this because this felt hard, everything started to feel easy. Yeah, yeah. Everything else was like, it not, put not everything 12 else in the miles, psh, yeah. not 25 pound vest. And that was this mindset where it got me back to being like, dude, this is who you are. You 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 belong doing this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, it's like um, what Matthew McConaughey says, like get relative. Yes. Like, you, you, Perspective. Yeah, like you you move this point of like how you, what you associate with heart, so like yes, everything around it. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, it was it, it was all of that. It was all of that, and you know that last. There was a there was a really just magical moment of getting back on the boardwalk because my first four miles were boardwalk, last four miles were boardwalk. That's cool. And the first four, where it's pitch black, dark, not a single person out there, just me in yeah. the ocean. It was a beautiful Saturday, and my last four miles were boardwalk packed with people, beach packed with people. That's sick. And I'm just here. Nobody has a like. I'm passing all these people. Nobody has a single idea that I'm at mile 21 of a solo marathon wearing this freaking vest. Yeah. And I just there was something just like magical about you know a couple people like nodding, giving you high you know along the way. Every other runner that day that gave me a high five five or that gave me a head nod, I appreciate you. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just like I wonder what it would have been like if there was for four hundred other people doing it with me. Like, I, was I don't say, know, but there was something I didn't care. It was never a thought of me because I knew yeah. it was going to be solo.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. Do you feel like um, I don't know? You would. There was any part of that getting orange slices, the whatever, like any part of that, because yeah. there is. There's part yeah. of that it's process. That's the energy motivation. that comes from it right that's like part of the draw do you think there's yeah. any part of that that you missed or would want to do again for it or
0: i don't know because I, it I doesn't
1: seem like that's what it was about for you in it, the beginning
0: it wasn't and i'm sure there's some therapist out there that's probably going to like break this down but like i i didn't want any help okay and that sounds crazy because and i and, and i shouldn't say that because i got a lot of help people helped me with nutrition people helped me like i i got a lot of help but there was something about I want. It's the
1: way that you you're processing it.
0: It was the way of where I was, and I needed to tell myself, "Dude, you have everything you need." Yeah. Nobody's coming to save you, and and you can you not only can you do hard things, you can master and dominate hard things. Yeah. And honestly, since that day, it was just. It's been like a huge turning point in this whole process of. Like it almost like put me at peace. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was wild. I didn't expect any of that. I thought I would just like crush the race and be like, I'm so done with that. I am never doing anything like that again. I remember
1: us talking about it, you know, mid training, and you being like, Yeah, I don't think I'll ever do this again. And I was like, Yeah, I get that, bro. I don't think I would do that in the first place.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, and I don't really. I wish I had a better explanation of like why I've said no to marathons for years and then somebody yeah. says, put a 25-pound vest on and do it. And I'm like, sure, in. Timing. But I, things, I think timing. I think timing was all of it. Yeah. Timing was all of it. I mean, it yeah.
1: Seems like it... Yeah. Like I said, even you telling the story and this being my you know, first time really hearing you go through the process, I could tell you where it changed, right? Like, Because yeah. it, it doesn't seem like... Yeah, as much as those little things... We're building you up to the other thing that's that was what was interesting to me it was the the fact that all of your training sessions yeah weren't half marathons weren't marathons they were like these bites out of it so you're still kind of living in this world of like your practice reps aren't like yeah. full reps like if you applied that to something else it's right. like it's like all you do whatever, this is this is going to sound cheesy. It's like you're You're like, I'm going to bench press 225 X amount of times. And like yeah. all you do is work out with 135. You're like, I can do a it's not that. shitload of reps with this, yes. but I'll get there. Yes. Right? So,
0: yes. Yeah, like, there how was did, a lot of unknown on race day. So, so. how
1: how were you kind of – because you did have hurdles. How were you getting through that that stuff in the process? Yeah. And were there those moments in the process where – Like you said, you learn things, but were there these kind of watershed moments where you're like, okay, this on this one, I did you feel like you learned enough or got closer, or was there these other big moments of like clarity, like you had? Yeah, fills.
0: There were not necessarily on race day, but I would say on training days. Like you know, I want to be as honest and raw as as I can. Is like there were, there were, there were like a lot of 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 not nice things that I had to work through that yeah. like th- thoughts about myself that were not good yeah, yeah. confidence that was shattered, sure. um, ego that was pissed, you know, like there were a lot of things that I had to work through in that, yeah. but it, but in, but it, it was like, that was the perfect space for it. Cause you can't work on that when you have 40 other things in front of you that you got to focus on in the moment.
1: Well, and I think it's the perfect space for it because you know, I think the danger in uh going through something like that around other people is you know you're shaken from the loss of your routine a constant in your yeah. life yeah so i think that puts a lot of people into a place of like seeking some sort of uh confirmation or like yeah it, you know like you want to be validated in how you feel yeah 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 it's not really up to other people No, nobody can give you that, you know, like, and, and it's day, I feel like it. Yeah. I I mean, I look back on going through breakups and I'm like, we could have done it better, but
0: no. And you know, it's crazy. Like when a breakup is, when a breakup is mutual, it doesn't mean that it hurts less. No. You know? And I think sometimes people are like, oh, well it's like, okay, this is better. It it was the right decision, but it's, but knowing
1: something is the right thing and it feeling Yes. Two different things.
0: And there's one other takeaway that I want to point out because you just brought it back to me is. I posted a lot of it on Instagram, yeah. right? I wanted to share a lot of this journey and this story. And for the 48 hours after, it was nice to get some messages being like, "Dude, you're a badass." Dude, that was awesome. Like, we we like that, right? It's like good, great, great good. reassurance. Yeah. But it also taught me this: 48 hours after that, when my whole story disappeared, nobody gave a shit anymore. Yeah. And you know what that was a good reminder of? Walking around acting like everybody's judging you for going through a breakup. Acting yeah. like everybody cares. And it's the one thing on everybody's mind that everybody's thinking about. No, and it's this thing that everybody's consumed with. Nobody No, you're cares. consumed with it. And it's a good reminder of just like, dude, the whole world doesn't, isn't breaking down every move of your life. Like we think they are and no. stop overthinking all of it. Yeah. And it was a great reminder of like, you know, 48 hours later, I was like really proud of myself and I was like, I don't need, I don't need a ton of comments on this. I don't really need to, like, this is, I did that exactly the way I wanted it to. And it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still feel awesome about it.
1: Yeah. Like it's almost, I
0: didn't do it for validation or I wouldn't have done it solo. Yes. Yeah. So it was a good reminder. And it's not me. that
1: not, you know, it's not that not doing it solo is a, no thing. Like no, no no i think the team game is
0: uh, absolutely so i didn't mean to make that sound no no like, no, no yeah. i yeah you didn't make it sound like <laughs> okay it. yeah
1: um, so yeah will will you keep on rocking
0: keep on rocking uh yeah i did one uh i did one today wednesday i did one yesterday morning oh nice i did nine miles
1: and Are you like, I guess, is there any sort of goal or is it now that autopilot? You're like, I just,
0: I don't know. I think there's something next, but I don't know. I don't know what it is yet.
1: Another four comes come shadow. You just kind of like get to the, get to a spot and turn around to your crowd of followers <laughs> and I'll I then think I'll, I'll go, go home, home now. It's yeah.
0: <laughs> classic. Right? Like, Everybody behind me like, what are we doing? Yeah. We're doing this now. I'm sorry. Uh,
1: fully bearded.
0: Yo, man. I've just completely went off the deep end on this. <laughs> yeah. haven't showered. I gave up my yeah. business. I'm just rocking all day every day. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think there's something next. Um, okay. And it's funny, man, how when you do something like endurance-based, the endurance people come out of the woodwork and they're like, dude... Let me know. Let's do this. Let's do something, you know, oh, okay. and it's like, and you know, I, I see the people who have done this and, um, it's just so inspiring. Like I'm, I'm just, I, I lo- I am lucky to have a career and a life and I'm surrounding myself with good people who are just so inspiring. Yeah. And, and, and I, and, and, you know, you listening, anybody listening to this, you don't have to have done a marathon or something physically hard to be inspiring. I'm talking about people going through some real hard stuff. Yeah that I turn to for perspective on the constant. And, and, I've, and some of them I've wrote them letters and some of them I've sent them messages and they know who they are. But when you're going through something hard and you see somebody else going through something hard and they continue to show up and they continue to put one foot in front of the other and they continue to show up with a smile, I can't tell you how motivating that is and how yeah. inspiring that is to pick yourself up when you're down, to dust yourself off and to remind yourself that, yes, there are other people out there doing something, but you gotta save yourself. Yep. Put Nobody's coming to yourself. save you. You gotta get up. You gotta do something. You gotta get yourself moving. And I don't believe that the answer to how do you get through something really hard, I'm never gonna be a believer that the answer is sit there and wait. Yeah. You move. You just keep going. You just put one foot in front of the other, however that looks for you, and I'm telling you the answer's on the other side of that.
1: Well, you just answered my last question. Yeah. Uh yeah, because I was like You know, what I think there's, yeah, it goes back to plenty of the references we made about there's so many opportunities for like business life lessons in these. Yeah. What's one that you would take from this and apply to business?
0: I think sometimes we, th- there's a, there's a lot I would say is, you know, focus on the good miles. Socks. S- s- good socks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Starts from the ground out. Starts
0: from the, take care of your feet. feel take care of you. <laughs> uh, don't burn them on the blacktop. Uh, I would say, you know, it's, it's, you got to focus on the mile in front of you. Sometimes the big picture gets scary. And I think yep. part of like that, you know, mile 13, the, the training day where I had to stop was, I was so consumed with thinking about the big picture as opposed to just thinking about the mile that I was on. And, you know, I had this little saying, like when I started to feel like when I started to feel like it was getting too big, yeah, it's just like, I can go one more mile. I can go one more mile. That's all I got to do. I just go one more mile. I can yeah. go one more. And people have said that and I'm like, I roll, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it sounds great. But like, yeah. but like literally that is all you have control over. you don't have control over a mile 21 at any point in time during that race until you hit mile 20.
1: Did you ever shrink below a mile to like, I can go one more step.
0: Uh, Yes. Okay. Yes. And for me, it was like mile 18, 19. I broke it into, you know how often I like to break things up, right? I broke this whole race into four quarters. Okay. So I broke it and it was six miles, six miles, six miles, and six miles. Now, if you're doing math, that's twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes in the hardest, most epic games, there's an overtime. Oh, and I treated those last I treated those last couple of miles as like, dude, this is like, it's it's nothing matters unless we win this overtime.
1: At eighteen, is your like runners high? Like your pace was increasing, so it's like, is your yeah. body? Is there a point where you're like, no question We're of finishing. finishing? Yeah,
0: it started to be. 18 I started to have a lot of uh, a lot of self conversations and I and I was like oh this is happening this is it this is like that yeah, moment yeah, everybody yeah. was talking about where I'm like I'm speaking out loud to myself on the sidewalk oh sick I'm like I'm like it's going to get hard we got this I ain't tired like yeah. we we're fine like can't be beaten can't be broken can't be stopped I, I that was my Six saying for some reason miles. Holy can't be beaten crap. can't be broken can't be stopped yeah I don't know why that was it it didn't really it doesn't even like that fire me up right now also
1: but. goes back to like again why I think and I think distance and endurance stuff, I've had some of that stuff when, I mean, when I ran. I don't run anymore. Um, that, like, you kind of just lock on to these phrases, yeah. right? Like, I would have, yeah. um, I would always get, a, like, a song stuck in my head, but not and the just, whole song. Yeah, just it would repeat be like, that, like, one-liner. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: There's a couple of, <laughs> on all, it's funny you say that, because on all my training days, not listening to music, Yeah. some lyric, or some epic line up. would pop in, and yeah. then I'd have to like listen to that song sometime later that day, and be like, "What song was that from? What is that line from?" And like have to Google it or something. Yeah. And it was just like some rap lyric that I was like feeling like a badass, yeah. repeating that line. But you're right; it just kind of gives you that thing that you stick to. But yeah, mile 18, I started to feel like the self talk coming on, and I and again I kind of funneled it in the right way. But I got through the sticking point, and then there was something about how I set up this race with the last four miles being that boardwalk. It was like, I knew that 0% of the people on that boardwalk were there for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I convinced myself that that, like, I convinced myself that like, that was my, that was my four mile celebration where everybody there was for me. Everybody there was like, I was, I just, you know what I mean? Without having a race, you know, that finish line where everybody's there clapping. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I felt like that boardwalk was for me. That's sick. I was like, dude, everybody's here. And I was like, you have no idea what I'm doing, but I appreciate y'all being here.
1: What's the, uh, (laughs) What's the feeling of the moment of arrival? The moment that we finish, ruck comes off. You're done.
0: You know, I was glad to be done. Okay, I was definitely glad to be done. I'm glad it wasn't 27, right? Like, (laughs) um, but I was just. I think I just. I had this moment of like, I need. I needed that win. Yeah, and I needed. I needed the the pain. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like in a weird way, like not listening to music also kept me in the pain, right? And it kept me in the feeling, and it kept me in the emotion of it. And I'm not usually that person. Yeah. I'm usually the person. What can I do to distract myself from that? Get, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, again, I think it goes back to like kind of how I was feeling about everything at that time. I was like, no, I did I, I, I want this pain. And don't get me wrong. That wasn't like, oh, grieving over process done. Yeah, like, yeah it, it yeah. wasn't that. Please don't take it as that. But it was. It <laughs> was. You're so a, happy now. Yeah, I'm, it's all fixed. <laughs> Everything is all awesome. Right, life is great. No, it wasn't that. But it was. Uh, there was a definitely proud feeling of like, dude, you told yourself you did something hard, and you did something hard, and. You know, almost like I'm, I'm. I'm. That's like a bucket list item. Yeah. Like that is like something I marathon's no joke. Yeah, man, check that off. It's a lot of and, and I'm like, that was literally on my list of 100 things that I want to do before I die. Was like, complete a marathon, and like I could check that off now. That's sick. So that was just a really proud feeling. It was really proud, and like yeah, my feet were sore, and my legs were sore, and um, but yeah, there was it. yeah, it was just uh, like a very final proud feeling for sure
1: okay well any not any one takeaway
0: one takeaway
1: from all of it
0: yeah um who i would say i would say there is some there is some powerful things to be found when you're forced to be with your own thoughts okay and i don't know how that looks for everybody you know maybe it's not a marathon maybe it's a mile walk that you do once a week yeah. and you just don't put headphones in i don't know i didn't expect it i didn't expect it for for people who 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 meditate daily they're probably yeah. they're they're probably nodding they're probably like yep 100% yeah 100% i understand with that but i just think that you can solve a lot of your own problems by your not all of them but you can solve a lot of your own problems if you just give yourself some space some time and Give yourself that time with your with, with your own thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you running this one.
1: Oh my gosh, it was like I actually, I just, I like to, get, I like to be able to ask you questions. And yeah, be told
0: stories. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of it, and I appreciate you. uh <laughs> I appreciate you. You <laughs> was so running gnarly this? Yeah, I you did it. Yeah, I mean, I can. It's yeah, it's
1: weird because yeah, I think from the outside, I would describe you as like automatic. Just like David Goggins? Yeah, yeah, just like Goggins. Yeah,
0: just like him. Just like him. No.
1: Goggins at Phil's.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would have loved to have him been in that Uber with me. <laughs> just Crying Do getting you th- out. You're forty percent more you're not even close to broken. <laughs> and I'm like in there, like the Uber guy's like, Oh, that's a pretty cool flack jacket you're wearing there. Like, I'm just like, just take me to my car. I'm Leave done. Alone. Yeah. Uh, But I appreciate you, man. Thank you for this. And uh, anybody has questions on this, I'm happy to answer them. But uh, you know, I just want to kind of challenge you. Like, you know, when you're going through something hard, don't be afraid to raise your hard ceiling. Don't be afraid to bump that up a little bit. And just when you do something, when you tackle something hard, and when I say hard, meaning like you, you, you got some doubts about if if that's gonna happen, I'm telling you, it makes everything else in your life feel easier. So. Don't be afraid to raise that heart ceiling. I like it. All right, where can we find you? Find me at Brett Eaton underscore on the gram, and you can follow the the, the the podcast at the BYB pod. Where can they follow you, man?
1: At Curtis Hadzicki on Instagram, and same thing, at the yep. podcast.
0: At <laughs> the pod, man. At the pod. I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate you running this, man. Oh, Thank yeah. you, dude. Thank you. You can follow us. Uh, you can see us next time on The Better Ew. Blueprint.